0: Hey, Gal Pal Nation, are you ready for football? It's time for some two-a-days, where each NFL team is broken down by experts to get you ready for game day. Everything you need to know and a few tips to impress the pickiest of football fans. Now, your host, the sports gal pal herself, Ramona Rice.
1: Hey there, Galpal Nation! Welcome to my two a day series where we're breaking down each NFL team to get you ready for game day. And with me today from Next Fan Up is Andrew, the Jets superfan. Andrew, welcome to Sports Galpal. What's
0: up, Ramona? What's up, Galpal Nation?
1: That's what I like, Andrew. Already, you are a plusing this preview because you use the proper hashtag, just like the Giants guy. Must be a New York thing.
0: Mm. Yeah, we're educated here.
1: There you go. I, you know what? My dad is from New York, so I love New York. Um, I'm a big Yankees fan, so right on.
0: Really? Eagles fan loving New York.
1: Well, that was, okay, that's a little, uh, all right, I'll explain. So um, my dad obviously is a Giants fan, and um, I went through a rebellious teenage years, and <laughs> so I picked the Eagles in spite of him. Yeah.
0: Oh, and my God.
1: Yeah, but I think I've, I, th- I think made a better choice, really, if you, if you think about what's going on right now. I mean, I well, I don't know. No. I had two Super Bowls I don't and think I so. <laughs> um, and then, no, no, to make matters worse, my younger sister is a cowboys fan.
0: Oh, what kind of dysfunctional family do you have going on right here this No, is- no,
1: Andrew. it gets better. It gets better. <laughs> We're not even talking about the Jets. It gets better. My mom, when they divorced, married a Redskin fan.
0: Are you messing with me right now? This is no, you can't
1: make this up, Andrew. We have the entire NFC East covered. I have pictures to prove it.
0: (laughs) Oh, wow! I mean, I feel like it's film like some commercial or something. Like, I know it it could
1: be that awful NFL shop commercial. You're right,
0: yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah,
1: no, no, but I was born in Philadelphia, and um, you know, I mean, and I love Brian Westbrook, so what's the girl gonna do? (laughs) <laughs> the heart wants yeah, what the it. heart wants, Andrew And I love Brian sure. Westbrook So you can't root for the New York Giants And love Brian Westbrook It's just not possible
0: True all right, But I, we're not I, supposed to be talking I, about I, any I, of those okay. teams
1: We're supposed to be talking about the Jets J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets It's fun to say um, All right the Jets are one of those best teams to talk about because there's just drama every year. It's just full of it. It makes me so happy. But I thought with you guys losing Rex Ryan that the drama would kind of stop. And instead, it seems to be even worse than before. Is that wrong?
0: Okay. So I had the exact same rationale as you. I was like, the circus is leaving town. Got, uh, Rex Ryan is gone no more tattoos, no more foot fetishes. Everything's going to be good. The New York media is not going to have a field day every day. Todd Bowles seems like a down to earth guy. Just, um, maybe the jets will f- literally fly under the radar for the first time. Then the Sheldon Richardson story breaks where he's driving 143 miles an hour, smoking weed in the back of the car with some like 12 year old kid in the, in the back seat. And then whatever happened with Geno Smith, uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if you guys might've heard, but, uh, He got punched in the face. So that happened too, and it just seems like nothing's ever going to change with this team. It's just always we're always going to be on the back page for the wrong reason. But but it's not it's not even September yet, Ramona. Like they they don't even give me um, until like November until December for something crazy to happen. It's August, and yet we're we're already talking about these type of things.
1: Are are you already tired?
0: Oh my god, I'm exhausted.
1: <laughs> you poor guy. Poor Andrew. Gal Pal Nation, pray for Andrew. Pray for the Jets. They need help. Let's talk about the new coach, Tom Boyles. I mean, it's it's one of those things where I thought that he'd come in. The defense is already super solid, you know, and focus on the offensive side of the ball. And, you know, again, with this whole quarterback thing, Ryan Fitzpatrick is a great backup. I think he's a solid backup, but he's not a starting quarterback. So, what are they going to do in the interim? Because we're still not sure when Geno's coming back.
0: Okay. So let's talk about the defense first. You said Todd Todd Bowles coming in, focus on focus on the, on the offense. He's actually he's a defensive oriented coach, which is fine because with all the pieces the Jets have on defense, and with as you said the quarterback that they have, they're going to need to win with their defense and with their running game. So I'm totally fine with that. And what you're saying about Fitzpatrick is 100 percent correct. Yeah, he he is your typical guy. You're going to start. You're going to go eight and eight, maybe best case scenario. If you have an elite defense and you have a good running game, you go 10 and six, you sneak into the playoffs. That's what the Jets are hoping for now. But the reason why Geno Smith was the favorite is because there's still an element of the unknown there with Geno Smith. Yeah. He, he played, he plays very, very bad at times, makes bad decisions, but he also could play great. Yeah. He has, he has a great arm. He's mobile. Just look at last, last year's week 17 against the Dolphins, of course, if the Jets lose that game, they probably end up with a second or third pick, wind up with Marcus Mariota. But Geno Smith, typically, typical Jetsian fashion, has a perfect quarterback rating in week 16 and wins the meaningless game and gets the Jets with the sixth pick. But he just he flashes that upside, which is why he was going to be the guy. But now that he's gone for however long it is, the Jets are just going to have to ride with Ryan Fitzpatrick and hope, and hope that he could lead them just to respectability and maybe a playoff spot.
1: You don't think it's could be a situation like there was in San Francisco where Alex Smith went out, Colin Kaepernick comes in, and Colin Kaepernick is seemingly the better quarterback in that system? Is that even possible with Fitzpatrick?
0: So it it is possible, but the the difference there is that no one in the Jets organization, Todd Bowles and GM Mike McKagan, has any connection to Geno Smith. Geno Smith was brought in when John Idzik was the GM and Rex Ryan was the coach. So no one is tied to Geno Smith. They see that Fitzpatrick isn't getting him anywhere after a couple of games, and Geno is healthy. Yeah, I could see them giving him a shot, but it's it's the, the Geno Smith injury was more damaging to Geno Smith than it was to the Jets because Geno needed those reps in pre- training camp with the new receivers, with with uh, with the new offense, uh, some new offensive linemen, just to get comfortable in Chan Gailey's system. Fitzpatrick's already comfortable in Chan Gailey's system. Chan Gailey coached Ryan Fitzpatrick when Ryan Fitzpatrick was with the Buffalo Bills. So he already has familiarity there. So he's actually tethered to Chan Gailey. So I'd say Fitzpatrick has a more like has more of the coaching staff's blessing than Geno does.
1: So, so what do you guys do? I mean, I love your defense. On paper, it is one of the best defenses, not only in the AFC, I would argue – in the NFL, I, I love – I mean, Rivas is a one-man band, but you also have the other corner in Cromartie. I mean, you know, can that secondary hold this team together?
0: Okay. I mean, I sound like I'm coming off as like a very, like, negative Jets fan, but Antonio Cromartie concerns me. He's, he's always concerning, even when in his first stint with the Jets. Yeah, he'd had a lot of great games, but he's just a very frustrating player uh, to watch, like he doesn't jam when he needs to jam and and coverage. He plays a lot of off coverage. Even this past preseason game, he had a miscommunication with with another cornerback, which led to a Leonard Hankerson touchdown. If he's our second cornerback, that's great, and he is our second cornerback. But there's going to be inconsistency there. So yes, the secondary is a lot better than it was last year. That's that's a given. Where it sort of seemed like John Izzo purposely didn't sign these. Rebus and Cromartie were available last offseason, and they both wanted to be Jets, and they both weren't signed. It sort of seemed like John Isaac wanted to get Rex Ryan fired. He just didn't see that like, he, he himself would get fired. But those guys are back now, so we should be better in the secondary, but still the strength of this defense is up front on that defensive
1: line. So let's talk about your key divisional matchups. You've got obviously the Patriots, uh, you, um, the, and you also have the Miami Dolphins. Both um, have much better offenses than you, but the Bills kind of make me question whether or not, you know, which one's going to prevail. I mean, I love just watching again the drama of Rex Ryan versus you guys, the Bills, and yeah. they've got, uh, you know, more defensive minded like you guys are, you know, which divisional matchups are you looking forward to?
0: I'm looking forward to the Bills one, even though more than anything else, just because Rex Ryan clearly wants to stick it to the Jets. We've been reading all these articles in this off season. There was one in the Monday morning quarterback had a very good article about, him. it's just, it's so clear that he wants to, he wants to stick it to the Jets because he put himself in the exact same situation that he was in. Like he went to a team with great defensive talent, with good skill position guys. I mean, Turn the Jets' height; they have good skill, good skill position guys. Not as much the last couple. They still have no quarterback, Ramona. And I don't understand what he's thinking when he probably could have taken the Falcons' job and gotten Rex Ron- and gotten Matt Ryan to play quarterback and Julio Jones, and then build up that defense like the way he wants to do it. But it just seems that there's an alo- there's a lot. There's an emotional attachment there. I think he, he's even come out and said it that he just wants to stick it to the Jets, and he's still not over being, which is going to be it's going to be a good drama.
1: I just can't wait to watch. It's like watching a Real Housewives of New Jersey episode. It's just going to be fantastic. (laughs) Just just so much drama, Andrew. So, so much drama. And I'm in the NFC East where there's all kinds of drama. But you guys, man, you guys take the cake. Maybe it's just East Coast teams. Maybe we're just crazy. Right. And that's not even counting that the
0: Dolphins just hired Mike Tannenbaum, our, fo- our former GM, to run their team. So there's just so much success going on in this division. I don't, I, I, I don't know why. We actually discussed this on a podcast, on the Next Fan Out podcast, a couple of months ago. We just went through all the players that have, been, that have played on multiple teams in this division, and the, and the list is staggering. So I don't know what's going on there. Maybe just people, people just, like, want to get back at their ex-lovers. <laughs> I don't know. Is that type of thing? Like a lover's <laughs> scorn. <laughs> I don't but know. I, I think that, I mean, that, that's the only thing I could come up with, but it just seems like there's a, lot of, there's a lot of stuff, a lot of unfinished business going on, and this will probably be settled on the field this year.
1: See, ladies, if you're listening, I got to tell you, you want to know why football so great. This is why right here, all this drama, you're not getting this anywhere else. You're getting that in the AFC East. And that's just one division. God knows what the other ones are going through. Um, let's talk about the Patriots for a minute. They are your number one rival. They are the kings of the, that division for many, many years. But we don't know what's happening with the Tom Brady situation. Their secondary has is no longer existing. Um, is there a chance you guys could possibly beat them this year?
0: I just want to come out and say, like, I don't think there's enough Patriots talking on Blog Talk Radio. I think we should talk to Pod Vader about that. I think we need to talk some more Patriots. I don't think well, <laughs> we've gotten our fill.
1: Uh, really? Um, you sure? It, it feels like a <laughs> bountiful buffet of Patriots between Matt Chatham from Football by Football, Pod Vader, of course. Um, you know, I could. The list could go on and on.
0: Yeah, I think people tell me I have to work on my sar- on my sarcasm, but I guess I guess <laughs> they're probably right. <laughs> but yeah, you're you're um you're the Patriots about what they're going to do with the whole Tom Brady situation. Yeah, it opens up the door to the other teams in the division, but still, the Jets and Bills both have quarterback issues. The Dolphins have a very, very thin team. I mean, in a typical Mike Tannenbaum fashion, he just he uh, signing of Indomik Sue. They they went they're very top heavy on their roster. So if injuries hit, they're going to be in a, in a tough situation. And as much as I hate to say it, like, i and how cliché it is to say it. Like you gotta just trust Belichick and that they're gonna that he's gonna figure it out. And it is only four games for now. And it might not even be four games. If you talk to Patrick, it should be no games and Roger Cadell should be sent to Siberia. So who knows what's gonna happen when the when the season starts, but the Patriots are still the favorite in the division, as much as it hurts for me to say it.
1: I I don't personally like the Patriots at all. I'm still mad at them for my Super Bowl loss because they spied on us. Just just I have no love for them. Sorry, Pod Vader. No, love. No, none. Um, outside of that division, you and my team and your team face off this year. So you guys have the NFC East, East Coast versus East Coast. Um, are That's you looking right. forward to any of those matchups?
0: I'm just, I mean, i always, I'd always, never want to run for injury. But as of now, Mark Sanchez is the backup quarterback on the Eagles. I would just love to see the the Mark Sanchez coming back and play. Is that game in uh, New York or Philly?
1: Um, You know what? Hold on. I have it up and I will tell you uh it is in new watch. york it is in, in new york it is new york third um, september 27th sunday oh
0: wow so there's not going to be a, yeah so if it was later in the season it might be more likely like sam bradford's a very as sure you know very injury prone quarterback so injuries would be likely to hit later in the season but i just want to see the reaction to, to sanchez in the uh, metlife stadium
1: uh, Heck, maybe you, might get even get, you might even get tebow with the way he's playing this season God, <laughs> oh, Andrew, oh that's, he, I totally it's forgot just really that. not nice. I, I expect it more from you. You know, we, we had a lovely chat before bec- about some other kind of non-football related issues going on between the Galpel Nation and the boys from Next Fan Up. And, um, you know, I'm now questioning whether or not I should have you be my official media rep or not. We, we'll have to discuss that. Wow. Um, yeah, I know. I know. I'm very sensitive when it comes to, to my team. <laughs> I love them. I love them. And that's why Sitko is my favorite, because he's sunshine and rainbows. Whereas I'm an East Coast I mean, girl and I'm like, I just see doom and gloom.
0: I mean, Ramona, if anyone's gonna have empathy for you, it's me. I mean, I we ha I've suffered through Mark Sanchez and Tim Tebow. I'm hopefully hopefully Sam Bradford doesn't get hurt because I don't need to see those two guys playing quarterback ever again.
1: I agree with you. Andrew, that's the best thing you've said all day. All right, let's look at some of the other matchups. I am looking, you got a pretty decent schedule in the middle, you know, Jaguars, Raiders, um, Titans. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you know, um, you know, Cowboys towards the end. I mean, your last three games are going to be the toughest. Cowboy at, Cow, at Dallas, um, Patriots at home, and then at at the Bills. So that's where your stretch. You know, if you guys have survived and you have a quarterback, right. God knows which quarterback, but if you have one, you know, you could make a little run.
0: Absolutely, we we the, the team has the talent to make a run. It's just a matter of staying healthy and qu- competent quarterback play and that's been very hard to come by for uh for us jets fans lately
1: if gal nation wants to find out more about the jets or more about you where should they go um
0: you could follow me on twitter um at at clocks hirsch like 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 a like an alarm clock and long story don't even forget about that uh you just listen to next fan up the next fan up podcast on blog talk radio go to profootball read some of the the stuff that was there. Thanks. A pal nation or gal. Pal. She knows what she's talking about.
1: Well, thank you, Andrew. And again, um, you can hear Andrew and all the rest of the guys on next fan up on blogtalkradiocom talk radio.com forward slash next fan Or, um, you can also follow them on Twitter at NF podcast. Um, all the links to Andrew and, um, next fan up will be in my show notes at blogtalkradio.com forward slash sports pal And of course on sports Andrew, I wish you much luck this season. May the only loss you have be the Eagles loss. And, um, Seriously, it will get better. It has to. It cannot get any worse.
0: I. That's what I always think, and yet they somehow find a way to do it.
1: And I think that's the perfect way to end this interview. <laughs> Thanks for
0: listening to the Sports Gal
1: Pal podcast.
0: And be sure to check out sportsgalpal.com.